hell's wrong with you? I miss my wrestling. Who's your wrestling? Yes, I, I need my wrestling. All right, man, calm down. It's all good. You know why? Because you were listening to your professional wrestling fix. Follow us on Facebook at Ten Wrestling Pro Wrestling Discussions. On Twitter at the Inzigiri. And catch your new episodes of the 2300 Wrestling Podcast and the Basement Dropkick on Anchor FM, Spotify, and other leading platforms. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is the true saint, Robert Chains, the owner of New Evolution Wrestling. And you are now listening to 2300 Wrestling Podcast. We have for the 2300 uh, Wrestling Extra, Chad uh, Mims, and he, we're going to talk about Val Pal. How's it going, Chad? Doing good. How are you? So Val's Pals is a fundraiser for Val Fazerano. Uh, he has cerebral palsy, and right now he doesn't have usage of his hands. And the other day he was just at the uh, Shriners Children's Hospital in Philadelphia, and they're looking at that. And unfortunately, because of Val's age and his condition, he's not covered under any government insurance and stuff like that. So uh, his family is actually paying out of pocket uh, for a lot of his expenses. And uh, yeah. that's why we're just doing a community-based, hey, let's uh, help this kid out. You know, it's uh, good for the community. It's good for Val. He's a great ambassador for wrestling and, you know, a positive person and, you know, always happy. And, you know, I post pictures of him. He wakes up in the morning and right away he's smiling. You know, when, when you meet him, he's just he's just super, super positive and he, he makes you feel happy. So this wow. is just us, us giving back. You like candy? I love candy. I like candy, too. I love candy a lot. What about wrestling? How much do you like oh, wrestling? I love wrestling. So what if you can combine your love for candy and your love for wrestling? Oh my gosh, it's the sweetest thing in the world. So at Candy of the Stars, they put them together. Together? Yes. They put wrestling and candy together. How? How? You gotta find out. Oh. Follow them at Candy to the Stars on Facebook to see all the candy creations. And you can also follow them at Twitter at K-A-R-I-M-E-N-A-S-H-E. Should we call them now? Hey, I got the number right here. Oh, what is it? You can call them at 718-687-8804. Oh, can you say that again? Once again, the number is 718-687-8804. They also specialize in chocolate lollipops. Oh, let's get some. All right, I'm going. Let's go. Get in the car. Let's go. We're going to Disney World. All right. Hello, I am D.B. Richards, and alongside my sweet tea referee, Dave Keener. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. So, How are we out there tonight? How are you, DB? I am doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Kind of excited about this guest we got on tonight. Oh, we got a guest? We got a guest. We got a guest? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Want to hear so, who it is? No, who is it? So, tonight we have the owner of New Evolution Wrestling, the one true saint, Robert Saint. Hello, Robert. Hey, guys. How you doing today? I'm doing good. great. So, what's going on with you? How, how are you doing with this whole COVID-19? Thank God for wrestling, because if it wasn't on YouTube, I would kill myself right now. I have nothing else to do, but now I'm happy I'm going back to the gym and I'm training again, so... And I want to thank you guys for having me on your show. Got a question? Hold on, hold on. Got a question about the training thing? Do you have to wear a mask when you train? Yes, we're very strict on it, <coughs> and I actually go to the gym with a um a temperature gun, a thermometer gun. Okay. So I I like to look out for myself and whoever I'm training with. That is awesome. That's awesome. Okay, let's let's get into this whole thing. Let's see real quick. Okay. I I have the well, we have it. The IWTV app and mm-hmm. like catching up on like indie, indie shows and stuff like that that I've missed and this that and you're like catching up on H2O and the old CDW and it's just really cool to see some wrestling for a change. Yeah, um, are you guys ever going to get on IWTV? Um, you may never know we we're actually in talks down the line and I got a little a little fun things I'm going to fill you guys in down the line with. Okay, um, that would be we, awesome. We, it's a work in progress at this time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's awesome. Um, let's go, let's do a little backstory for, um, so getting into the business, um, who trained you? I had a couple of great trainers. I had, uh, Mr. 187 Homicide. I had Damien Slugger, Kate Blade. I got a lot of input from the legendary, um, what you call it, um, White Star from Puerto Rico. He's actually the, um, half-brother of Dave Morales. So I got a lot of info from everybody. That is awesome. Um, out of the out of all the guys that trained you, what was the best advice they ever given you? It was basically psychology. 
psychology, like um, the way that they would tell you how, how to work everything, how to get more involved in the ring, how to get the, the fans involved, because if it wasn't for fans and podcasts and everything, we would be nothing to this day. That's very true. Yeah. It's either hear psychology or take it slow. My, my favorite one so far is only don't be 12. Don't be 12. <laughs> That's my favorite Corey. one. Don't be twelve. That's my favorite one so far. Oh, another one is wash your um wash your, your um, gear. gear. Wash your shit. Oh yeah, trust me, I agree with that washing gear stuff because when I see guys spraying their stuff with Axe spray or Febreze, I'm like, oh, get away from me! I can't stand that stuff. <laughs> I I wash my ref gear every night after a show. <laughs> trust me, I've been around some funky ref lately, and I give you so much credit. Thank you for doing that, and I hope everyone learns from that too. Oh gosh, I I, I always wash my clothes. It's it's a thing. I go home, I put my clothes in a hamper, um, the, the week's over, I wash my clothes. It's it's easy, fans. Your it's, gimmick? It's your, your Jurassic Park My gimmick? Jurassic Park gimmick, yeah. I wear my Jurassic Park shirt and any any wrestling gimmick out there and my little fedora hat and I'm all good. And my flip-flops, don't forget my flip-flops. That's, That's a, definitely a must. Oh yeah, right. I walk around in flip flops all year long. Only it time be, I wear it shoes. It could be 14 degrees outside. And this man's got on flip flops. Only way I'll wear shoes if it's snowing on the ground or if it's raining really bad. Because or if you have to work. Or I have to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I've been Ubering. So. So give me a little background on NEW. NEW is. It's basically evolution. It's an evolution from the beginning to now to the future. You may never know what you might get. You're going to see high flyers, um, the newcomers, old school, taking on new school. You're going to see the women showing their dominance in the ring. Because basically, if you look at it nowadays, women haven't been getting that shot till now. Because it's a male-dominant sport, but the women, they're really kicking their game up. And I saw a lot of women matches that make guys' matches look bad. So that's why I'm happy I promote stuff like that. Yeah, um, the, I, I'm a big fan of the whole women's revolution was going around and people I, I, I really hate when the fans like shit on the women wrestlers saying they're right. whores or they're um what uh, like they they're too fat stuff like that and people need to stop you know what I mean like I'm a huge oh, fan yeah, of like, shaming all that stuff oh my gosh it hurts. I'm a huge fan of the women refs like I'm friends with Becky Phillips and mm-hmm. watching her when she refs and everything else kind of reminds me of a female version of Charles Robinson Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, dude, I really hate it when wrestling fans call people names. I'm sorry. Right. And, like, I'm all about no judge. Don't judge people. Like, my brother was born handicapped, and I hate it when people judged him. And that's what I do during the day. That's my day job is working with that. Yeah. But, like, that's my whole thing. Like, what... Like I understand, like um, you're you're at doing wrestling and all that, but when you're on the internet and you're fat shaming people and all that crap going on, and yeah, I I looked at um Paige's page and and somebody told her to go kill herself, and I'm like, what the hell? I was like, who says that shit? And she the thing that Paige wrote back is like, um, I would never wish that on anybody. I wouldn't wish it on you. And I'm like, wow, at least she said something out of the way that like, dude, you're a douche. You know what I mean? Right. And the wrestling fans need to stop doing that. What's your opinion about no, wrestling fans like that? I, I agree because it's, it's all bullying. Just because it's like, what, you want to hide behind a keyboard? Uh, like, that's why we work with um, kids that are paralyzed. We work very big with um, the um, Atlas Foundation for Autism because we're putting out the new NEW t-shirts for the autism logo and percentages are going to autism. So, but when it comes down to it, yeah, for you to be a bully, I have no respect for that. That shouldn't be allowed, but it's it's like some of these guys, if they're like stuff, they want to make your life stuff. That's all they want to do. Yeah, we're, we're actually helping out a show on uh, October 3rd up in Ocean County, New Jersey. It's for mm-hmm. standalone wrestling, and it's to benefit something called Val's Pals. And we're going to help and sponsor a match for them. So it should be a really cool show. Um, it's for a kid. I'm, a, I'm actually going to be there, not to cut you Are off. You? Because I know, who, I know who Val is. That's Valentino. Yes. Right. And we actually just gave him a couple of free T-shirts. Oh, that's because awesome. Because I, I heard, I heard his whole 
his mom situation that happened, I felt bad. So oh, I we did too, right, yeah. Mom, and I asked, I said, is it possible if I could get your information and your son's size? And I sent them seven of the t-shirts. I talked to half my talent. They said, give him a free t-shirt on me, please, because he deserves it, because I heard what happened with him and Rob Fury, and Dude. I don't approve of stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I don't approve any of that. But I, I'm going to be honest, I've been doing this stuff for a long time. My day job is actually helping to take care of somebody like Val. I'm actually a care person. That's what I do. I help with feeding tubes and stuff like that. And for that cause, I'm all for it right away. I'm on that. And I, I think it's going to be a great night October 3rd. Definitely. I talked to like half of my talent. They actually want to show up because that's the whole point. We all need to support each other. I'm not talking about like only just supporting wrestlers. Let's support everyone that needs help at this Right. I mean, he's got AEW superstar Brian Cage coming out for that one, so that should be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, when I saw that, and I seen how much the um, the whole Chad um, Menace is um, doing for um, Val. It's amazing, and we, we are sponsoring a match, and I can't wait to... Um, See what match we pick. It's gonna it's gonna be gotcha. us all sitting in the corner going. So which match are we gonna pick here? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm very supportive. I give them so much respect. If it wasn't for Chad, um, Billy from and Charlie from Times of Wrestling, yeah, these guys really looked out for Val very much, and that's why I give them so much respect. I say, guys, if you ever need help in the long run. No matter what I'm doing, I will drop anything to help you guys out. Yeah, uh, I said the same thing to Chad. Anything you need, man, we're, we'll right. we'll promote. We'll do whatever. We had it. we had Chad on our last show promoting the show. Um, he's going to come back on a little bit closer to October third, or or rather when he gets the full match list and come on and promote the matches that night. Yeah, that'll be kind of cool. So let's awesome. get let's get back to you and having <laughs> some fun here. But <laughs> we, we 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 go off a little bit and then we. Come Come back and go. Oh, we're back in the center now. So, so getting into the wrestling business. Um, I I I always look back and like I know how my dad is with me watching wrestling. Just like he always tells me, why are you watching that fake stuff? So, um, I want to I want to ask this question. How how was it that um telling your friends and family that you were gonna get into wrestling business? It was actually funny because my father got me very involved in it because um my father loved the Mexican wrestling. Okay. Okay. And he was like, because it, it doesn't matter because people could say it's fake or not. Well, because we know how we maybe wins or lose, but you're not aware on how we take, how we get hurt in the ring. I had a guy kick out, kick out one of my teeth. I was like, yeah, that's fake. Okay, okay, prove, prove me wrong now. So. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was my fault that influenced me. And I grew up in the Lower East Side, and a lot of my friends loved wrestling, so that's how I just mostly got involved with it. My 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 godfather got me into wrestling. He bought me the action figures. And got Randy Savage, Junkyard Dog, and Paul Kogan, Andre Giant. I I had them little thick figures and and the, the eight eight inch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I remember those. And the Iron Sheik I had, and somehow my mom threw them all out somewhere. And uh, when I got older, and I couldn't go mine, mine all changed color. All changed color, huh? Yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> You're weird. I, I got into it. I actually wind up losing mine too. I got into it through my brother. So, as a kid, as a kid, what was your favorite wrestler? Oh, uh, I I had a lot of wrestlers. I wasn't like the regular person that oh I like Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. I was always fond of like the technicians, the the old school, the villains. Like Nikolai Volkov, Iron Sheik, Andre the Giant. Like even when Macho Man became um, a heel, I was always a fan of that. I, I was a big fan of that too. I was a savage. I was, I liked Rick Rude. I always liked Mr. Perfect uh, because Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart is my favorite match yeah. of all time at SummerSlam '91. Even his father. I remember when um, Rick Rude disappeared from WWE, and I'm like, I didn't know anything about WCW. Being up north, everybody. Was that Monday night when he showed up on both shows? No, no, no. Oh, this okay. was before. It was like '91, '92. Somewhere around there, the first right. time with the whole Dangerous Alliance thing, um, okay. and I didn't know anything about WCW. And my mom was sick with cancer, and she was in the hospital. I couldn't, I couldn't be in the room with the tubes and all that stuff. It gave her like two, two months to live, and then she lived for seven oh, years man. with it. Um, she died when I was like 17 years old. I was 11 when they said she had cancer. Um, so I'm walking the hallway upset, and I see Rick Rude on TV. Somebody was watching wrestling in the hospital. I'm like, <laughs> oh. 
Crap, Rick Rude, what is this? This is awesome. You can you can hear a little bit him talking. I'm sitting in a hallway watching wrestling, and that's one of my favorite memories because it took me away from a sad moment in life to look at like, oh my gosh, my favorite heel. You know what I mean? And that was that was a memory that I will never forget. Sorry for your loss, but no, I agree Thank with you. you. It's like these things really like take our mind away from stuff. It's like if this is your addiction, this is your drug, and this is what motivates you to be like, okay, wow. Because I tone out everything when I watch wrestling, even when I'm at work half the time. I tone it all out. I'm like, even though I could get in trouble, I'm like, screw that. I still want to watch my wrestling. Mm-hmm. I remember I was working at Amazon. I'm not gonna I'm, and like I I did the keyboard stuff and I I did everything. Everything was done. Nobody was coming to me. So I I went into the web page, put brought up the WWE Network, and started watching wrestling. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm gonna do something. The volume's down. Nobody can hear it. So I'm gonna watch wrestling. And <laughs> I never told anybody that story. Wow, this is the first. Look, the whole world here hears it now. I know. Don't let us be with Amazon here. Oh, I don't work for them anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, oh, you said Amazon? Yeah. I, I gotta watch what I say. My my sister works for them. I I did so much stuff. I was the a hole that worked there that opened up his mouth all the time for people's rights. So you were the Kevin, not the Karen. Uh, yeah, sure. No, I I it was. I was always up for everybody. I watched a guy have cancer and they fired him because he was off task. So I was the person to speak up. You know what I mean? I always spoke up for everybody. And that, that was my thing. So let's go on. We talked about favorite wrestlers. And um, what's next on the list? Um, we got, let's talk about let's, pet peeves in the business. Why not? Do you have any pet peeves in the business? Uh, I, I got a few. When people are coming late to the shows, when, when you expect everyone to be professional, people are breaking kayfabe. I'm very pissed because I, I really want people on point with that. So that's basically my pet peeves, when people show up late and are unprofessional. Uh, I, I, now, if they show up late, do you still book them? Some, sometimes if I have like a good heart, yeah, but then that, that's because the same side, but then you'll see my evil side, my antichrist side, because I have a double-sided. So sometimes I'll be a prick, I'll be like, okay, you came this far, okay, yeah, but if you're close in, if you're in New York or something, you can make it here quick, I will I will not book you. Question, if, there, if you're on the road and you say you got stuck in traffic, but you keep on talking to you, or you got booked for an all-show and, and you're trying to get, like, earlier in the day and you're trying to get to where you are, but you keep on talking to you, is that okay? Yeah, if, if you could, yeah. If, if I know that, if, if you're someone I can count on, but if you're first starting off with me and this is like a continuous type thing, I, I won't. I'll put an end to it right now. Okay, okay, okay. No, because I remember um, it's LAW show in Del, um, Delaware County, um, Pennsylvania. Right, right. Um, the guy, a wrestler named Chuck Payne, he had to go, he did his match here, and then he had to get to H2O fast. Um, that's like 45 minutes to mm-hmm. an hour to get to um, Tremont's show and he, he had to drive fast to get there and, and it was a double booking and it happened and now he knows he's not going to do that again you know what I mean right too close to um, shows you know what I mean and well, well, that's the that's the thing. Not to cut you off, like um, if if you know that you have a double booking, let the promoter know so you can inform him of it. Because I did double booking, and I got chewed out when I got in the locker room, even though it was before the show. But still, it's like you you gotta have respect for your promoter because he's really busting his ass and folding you. So at least show him the the same respect in return. Oh yeah. We did that. We had a show at the arena in ECW. It was uh, PWU. We were there for the one show, and luckily it was during the day. And we left, went up to the Northeast Armory for Ring of Honor. Good thing it was Uh, only like a 20-minute drive. Well, that sounds fun. Right. And that's the, oh, that's, yeah, that was a fun day. Yeah, I, I do like Ring Honor. Ring Honor's fun company. So, Rob, um, Dave wrote down on my notes, um, Hard Knock School. What is a Hard Knock School for people that don't know? Well, it's basically 
like the training that you will receive. It's like the old school type of training and also your version of paying dues. Setting up the ring, um, getting there on time, showing respect to your trainers, showing respect to others and everything. But when, when it comes down to it, I believe also the hard knocks is putting your blood, sweat, tears into all this stuff. You're training. you got to train at least three to maybe some guys do five to six hours. You may never know. Yeah, so no matter exactly. how you push yourself, that's your way of being a, a, the hard knock life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For us, we're doing some craziness right now. Right. We're we're like running around, like trying to collect money for wristbands, just to try to get us um more better equipment for the podcast, um better better mics, oh. um all that stuff. Oh, and, trust me, I'm I'm the same way. I'm working like three jobs. That's just basically how I was raised because I wanna. I know I could see New Evolution Wrestling coming up there, just like um Pro Wrestling Gorilla, Ring of Honor. Um, Pro Wrestling Syndicate, all these great companies that these guys bust their ass on, but the one thing is, it's only just me. I don't have no partners or nothing, so that's why I know I have to work harder than any other person. Yeah, yeah, I did PWS, but when it was PWU. Okay, that so was before. So um, I here's here's a big thing that's going on in wrestling right now. Is that uh, speak out movement? Um, what's your opinion about the speak out movement? I'm I'm very supportive towards it because that's the reason why like um women deserve the equal rights that everyone else deserves. No one should be mistreated. That's why I wind up getting rid of one of my other wrestlers. And I told him because the way that he made the women feel uncomfortable in the locker room, and I don't mind throwing out his name because he still disrespected me after I told him to not do this. Yeah. His name is Casey Light. Young kid, very, very smart. But the one thing is, when you're following a woman around the locker room, and I tell you three times out of respect, leave her alone and you don't listen. Yeah, you shouldn't be in this business. So I'm very supportive towards that movement. Yeah, I, I am too. I Here's another thing that I, like, the, re- the young wrestlers coming up in the business not asking for more money. You guys, they put up their body on the line. You should be asking not 20 bucks, you know what I mean, or $10 to wrestle. You're, of course. You should be asking like 100 bucks, maybe 60 something, because you're driving from somewhere to somewhere. You're putting gas miles, or you got somebody driving for you, and you want to pay their way to get there. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. But these kids today are just asking for a handshake and a hot dog, and that hurts other wrestlers yeah. that were in the business. We talked to Corey Castle. Corey Castle is like, he's like, yeah, give me um fifty dollars for the match. You know what I mean? And they're like, right. oh, we got we got one guy going to pay twenty bucks to wrestle. We can get more people to do that too. And I, I and won't. I think that hurts the business more because nobody's teaching these kids to um get more money or help approve this well, business. I walked in the locker room well, one time and I found out that I. Was that I was the only ref on the show, and like here's thirty bucks. I'm like, really? I'm the only ref tonight. You give me thirty bucks? And I th- it, 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 it's sad because, and also it's like what you said. Like some of these wrestlers, some of them don't graduate from school because they think oh, I do a couple of seminars, so I think, boom, I'm ready. I got my kick heads, my tights. I'm ready to wrestle. No, it's like this is how you need to do. But when it comes down to my company, I'm very lenient because I do cut some slack because I know who's traveling. I work out something with them, but I even make sure like I, I tell the young guys hey look you're first out of school or some of you never graduated but I see potential in you so if you want to push some tickets and help promote I will make sure you get a commission from it at least try to start some type of good deal with them yeah if you do something like that and I, I know one guy that did that to somebody and did not pay him. I'm not gonna say his name, Rob Fairly. Uh, um, no, I'm. Uh, hey, uh, Rob. The, yeah, no, the, we're not going there. Yeah, right? because yeah. I, no. <laughs> I like and saying. Apparently, he's running a show the same night as Val. That Val. We're doing Val's. That's crazy. I like that when he stiff. I like that when he stiff Balls Mahoney and Balls Mahoney called called them out on oh. YouTube. God rest his soul. Good guy and all. John was a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I remember him. Um, it, it was back then. I'm like walking around, and he was right there. Yeah, he was a nice guy when I met him. Sad what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so let's let let's get out of the the sad parts of the business. Um, let's 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 talk about more about your promotion. Um, New Evolution Wrestling. Um, what is the what is the next show? When what what can we see? What are we gonna learn from this company that I would love to go see? Well, that's the one thing that rattles my brain half the time because um, we heard from the commission that the way that things are going is gonna be hard in New York. So I'm now speaking out to other promoters in um, New Jersey, 
and maybe Pennsylvania because we're trying to get some shows going up. Maybe some empty arena shows. Keep the company still relevant so people know, hey, they're still around. They didn't drop like other companies did. Yeah, I we had a um, friend of ours. Um, he he came on to do a little thing, and he's like, yeah, Hard Knocks Society is still around. We didn't go anywhere. We just waiting till we can start back up again. And it it stinks. Yeah. This virus. This virus is hurting a lot of people, businesses, um, and it stinks. Like we were supposed to do a wrestling convention, and and that was um, April 11th, and I had money for the wrestlers to come, and we we were waiting for the um, promo pictures to come, and we had a good lineup. We yeah we had a good lineup yeah, and boom this virus came, and we haven't still haven't got the promo pictures yet, so. Wow. Yeah. So I'm trying to get my friend to cancel the money and let's buy a printer and do it that way. I think it will be cheaper to do it. Well, I got a good friend. He actually does them, so I could give you the information later on today. And he knocks them out within two days. So anytime you need something done, I'll get you the information on that. Yeah, Rob, if you want to text that to me later. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. Because the thing is, that's why I'm happy when we all reach out, because that's our version of supporting. You hear people say, Oh, I want to su- let's support one another, but you don't see it. Like, if, for example, if I support you, you don't help me. So how's that supporting one another? Right. Yeah. Everyone, everyone just sees that as a one-sided type coin. I'm like, I can't do that. Okay. So, um, do you have any dream matches you would love to have? Um, dream matches, dream matches. No, like I have one of my favorite matches, and I was wrestling the Patriot himself, Mister Randy. Like, I like wrestling him was one of my outcome favorite matches. Or mm-hmm. taking on the Pitbulls with my tag team partner, um, King Canada. Okay. When we when we wrestled the Pitbulls, that was a great match. We loved it, and our manager was Bill Alfonso himself. I got a question for you. Um. Which Patriot? It was it Del um, Wilkes or was that um, Tom? Tom. Tom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tom is a great yeah. wrestler. I, Tom I actually lives like ten minutes from us, right around here. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. lives in Hammertown. Oh, real? Yeah. Huh. Did not know that. Very, very, very nice guy. Very simple. I liked how the match came out because I'm very picky on my match. I do not like to watch my matches because your biggest critic is yourself. Yes. And I'm always like that on myself. Oh, I messed up my footing. Oh, I messed this up. Oh, <laughs> he should hit me harder. Like, I'm very much, like, I'm very hard on myself. That's my version of also being hard because I got that from my family. I never sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you how it is. And you learn from those steps, whether it's positive or negative, it gets you somewhere. My my whole thing is this this podcast, and I keep on asking, "What you think? What you think? What you think? What you think?" Oh my gosh, me shut the hell up! You know what I mean? I I, I want to hear feedback, and everybody says it's yeah. good, it's good, it's good, and I'm like, oh okay, no negativity, because I had my old podcast partner. He's like, we need negativity. And I'm like, oh. I don't want negativity. And so my whole thing was like the whole negativity got in my head because he kept on pushing that. And I'm like, wow, this really sucks. Like now I want to find negativity. What do you think? What do you think? And it hurt me. And I was like, ugh. Um, oh, my gosh. I was like, dude, stop doing negativity with me. Gosh. Okay. Um, I love this question. And um, do you have a geek out moment in your wrestling career? And like you go, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That guy. You know what I mean? I, I had it a couple times in my lifetime. And it wasn't Bret Hart. My uh, favorite wrestler in the world. I'd never geeked out for him. Ron Simmons. Um, I have to say, um, one of my the favorite matches I really marked out to was Jushin Thunder Liger versus Great Muda. Where that match was so iconic, it really caught my attention and inspired me to move on to like harder with my wrestling. Yeah. So just watching that match, it really gets you somewhere. It's not like doing a backflip or whatever. It's what you see and how they explain it to you and stuff. Oh yeah, big time, big time. Like. I, I I when I met um Ricky Steamboat I geeked out and I was like I was like oh my gosh it's Ricky Steamboat oh hi yeah. Um, and he's talking to somebody. He goes, "Hello, sir. How how can I help you?" And I'm like, uh, 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 "How much is an autograph?" <laughs> Meeting uh, Ron Simmons with my 15 year old. Yeah. So wow. We we went and did the icons. I'm sitting there talking to Ron. And my son comes up and we're just sitting there talking. And he looks at my boy. and goes, "Boy, how old are you?" He goes, "15." He goes, "Damn boy, you look at least 22." And really, his son is 22. I'm just no, kidding. No, my son is 15. <laughs> so he's sitting there talking to Ron about doing sports and everything else. And Ron just breaks out his pen, signs autograph, and he goes, "Here, kid, take it on me." I'm like, "Ron, thanks, that's man. Cool. That that's really appreciated. Very well, down there, very nice guy." 
Who was Man, that? That's how I felt when I seen Greg Muda in the state. I got his picture. I couldn't stop smiling. <laughs> he told something to, I think, interpreter, and they're like, why are you smiling so much? I said, because it's an honor to meet somebody like him that's been in this business so long. Mm-hmm. I, my, my, um, my, um, I, I always open up my mouth sometimes and I met Shane Douglas and, um, <laughs> and like he, he got up and I'm like, Oh, you're short, man. Cause like when I was like young, I, he was tall and me being young, not thinking about me growing up and being taller too. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, you're short. He goes, yeah, that's what people tell me. And I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> Didn't mean to. And then we just you, started. You said that and I, I was sitting there talking to Justin. Justin's like, you just say that? <laughs> yeah, because the way that you picture these guys, you see them as the titans, the giants that they are of this industry. Yeah. Like, and when you see them, you're like, oh, hi. <laughs> and then right. it's like, but anyway, you have it, like their legacy is still bigger than anything. So like, no matter how tall they are and stuff, it's like, wow, I still got to meet them. Right. It's like last year. <laughs> I, I do security for Sins Bank Park, and I got to meet Michael Strahan. And mm-hmm. he doesn't look that big on TV, but standing next to him, like, I had to literally put my hand up near to shake his hand. He's a big guy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, one more, one more story. That, oh, <laughs> oh, gosh, what was that? Shit, I totally forgot. Oh. Already? Already, like, I had it in my head. And, Any better? Oh, oh, gosh, no, not yet. No, 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 not yet. No, oh, no, no, not yet. No. Oh, smoke's coming out of my ears. Oh, oh, we're going to skip over that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, if I remember, I'll bring it up again. <laughs> it's like, I hate that part. My geek out moment, I totally forgot. Oh, how did I do that? I I give you one more geek out moment for me. What is it? Meeting Dusty Rhodes. Oh, that's kind of cool. I was standing there talking to uh, Steve Carino at the one ECW. I think it was ECW uh, Heat Wave 02 or something like that. I can't remember. And... Steve's sitting there and he's like talking to me and then Dusty walks up and he goes whenever you're ready Steve's like walk away I'm like I'm gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> oh, I bet you did because <laughs> they were gonna do something I wasn't allowed to know about no I bet you went to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give me your hat <laughs> Okay, I remember now. Um, it was Morrison. I bet. Um, I thought I bought his movie that he came out, and um, instead I got a um promo um cardboard thing with his um with a message on the back, and then I handed it to him. I was like, "How much to get this signed?" And he looked at it. He pulls it out. And he goes, "Hey, honey, look, this is from my movie. Blah blah blah. This and that." And then he starts writing. He's like, "It's free." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's so awesome." She's probably like, "You put out a movie?" <laughs> Uh, it was it was his bounty hunter movie, but that was kind of fun. You know what I mean? Was that the one that had Naomi in it? And I forgot who else was in that movie. Like a couple of them were in the movie. Um, it was the guy that played Mr. T in the A Team. Rampage Jackson. Yeah, Rampage Jackson's in it. Oh, from okay. from Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. So um, okay, I want to move down. Do you have any fears in the wrestling business? Fears? Yeah. Not really, because you you know what you're getting yourself into. Because basically, you get hurt, you get hurt. Yeah. Uh, my my thing is, it's like everyone else. If I could leave that ring in one piece, still walking to the back, I'll be happy. That's all that matters. Yeah. My my fear is like. Trying to, trying to like move forward. You know what I mean, and hoping people will listen to you and try to be part of your family and move on. You know what I mean. Become bigger. Be bigger. And I don't want to fail. I want to go forward, and I want to bring people with us. You know what I mean. I don't care who you are. I want you to follow me, and and at the end of the day, I want to be part family with everybody. My my fear is not going forward. My thing is, remember the movie. one Crazy Summer? Yes. Where Curtis Armstrong goes, without no plan, there's no attack, there's no victory. Yeah. Well, we have our plan. We have our attack. Can you taste the victory? Can you taste the victory? Oh, I hope I do. Right. Not that kind of victory. Okay, I got, I got a um, question. It's called Table of Five. You're the fifth guy, and you can pick any four wrestlers you want to sit with you at the table. Could be somebody that helped you in your career, or it could be somebody you grew up analyzing for your lifestyle and all that. Who would they be? Dead or alive? Dead or doesn't alive. Matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Whoever, okay. like, like, um. Even, even though he barely knows English, great mood, I gotta ask him at the table automatically. 
Evan the one, was cool. the one person who, who I always enjoyed talking to when he was in the locker room was Tito Santana. Ooh, I, I heard he, great he, things about him. I met Tito. Very nice. He's the type of guy that you can sit down and you can hear hours of the stories, but he teaches you like so much. And it's like, you, you never want to leave, leave, leave him or anything like that. So that's the one thing that I always got for thought. Um, that, the last person would have to be Mil Masteris. Who was that? Watching him growing Mil, up. Mil Masculus. Oh, yeah. So I couldn't hear yeah. you. Thank and you. I marked out to him, too, at, a, <laughs> at an autograph session. <laughs> it's okay to mark <laughs> out. Just don't let anybody see you do it. <laughs> Quick story. Because hearing what my dad told me, my dad was like, my dad used to watch him in the movie back in the day. And my dad was like, this is a guy that had almost a 22-inch waist and a 45-inch chest. Oh, I was wow. like, wow. And that's what, that's why I wanted to work out so much because I'm like, I got to be like that. I got to be like that. And for a guy his size, like, he could just move around the ring very softly and everything. And he could work you, like, really good. So that's why I would rather have him at a table as well. So I was on an ECWA show thinking I was booked. Wasn't booked for it. So I went anyway. And... Tito was on it. I was there like two hours before he was there too. And I'm just sitting there listening to Tito talk the whole entire time. It was really cool. Oh, shit. Uh, um, oh, wait, when? It looks like... Really? Was, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Real quick. Breaking news, yeah. Breaking news. Uh, apparently, Kamala has passed. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just went, I was trying to go onto my phone for a second, and he just, it just so, came up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm sad. Wow. Dude, He I had fun watching him. Right. I love the whole storyline with him and Taker. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, but back to my story real quick, saddened about that. Do you know what Tito does for a living now? Doesn't he teach? He's a Spanish okay. teacher out in Philadelphia. Yeah. 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 I thought it was in Jersey. I thought, is it Jersey? I think it's Jersey. No, Tony Danza is an English teacher in Philadelphia. That's what it is. Okay. It's funny. <laughs> What's um, good? I, I'm sad by that. Yeah, but... me too. Wow. R.I.P. Kamala. Wow. Yeah. And he, he was and fun I to watch. And I how Jim Cornette talked about him too. Yeah. Right. And I mean, he was even managed by Percy. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. See, I, I'm a big fan of uh, catering. And <laughs> I'm... I'm trying to get out of this sad moment right now. And so we were at a show for House of Hardcore and Meanie comes out and he goes, I'm not wrestling tonight. I'm just here to give you guys cheap pop and the great catering in the back. So, and, and it was funny. And so we were talking to him at one of the other shows that he was booked on because um, it was a match between him and Mr. Ooh La La. And I walked up in the back and I said, dude, we have to get your shirts made. He's like, why? I'm like, just get the shirts that say cheap pop and catering on them. And I think it'll be a great hit to sell. So, with that being said, where's your favorite place at catering? Like, when you go to the show, who had the best catering? Uh, I had actually had two places. First time I went to Puerto Rico, they catered us very good. Like, wow. they, they're like, oh, here, here. So, they were very nice. And then I did a show for ECPW, and I believe that was in New Jersey. They catered to us very good out there, too. Brought us sandwiches, all that. I was I was very happy. How is the oh, Puerto yeah, Rico? Got a question. How is the Puerto Rico um, wrestling um, area? It's very good. The one thing that I got to say is the women, if you're talking about strong style, the women are, yeah, they're brutal out there. They take it to the limit, just like the women in Japan. like Because the women are trained by the old school wrestlers, how to hit hard and all that. Yeah. So that's why I give the women in Puerto Rico more credit. Yeah, with the, all them stories, are they really strict down there? Yeah. It matters on who you who you wrestle for because yeah, even they teach that to the students too. Make sure you um, shake hands, introduce yourself, wipe your feet before you get in the ring. They're very on point with that. Yeah, that that that's that's something I I, I see like some students don't do today, like wipe their feet when they get into the ring. Yep, and I still do it. You still wipe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I even if I'm not on the show and just there to hang out, if I'm gonna go in and work out, I wipe my feet. I walk into every show shake hands, well, fist bump or elbow bump, whatever now, and I still do it. I, I was, when my brother brought me up to doing all this stuff, I was told to respect the business. Wipe your feet for those that paved the past, shake the hands of the promoter and everybody else that's on the show. And I still do it to this day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you barely see that. Right. Oh yeah. Even when like, I bring my son with me and like shake his hand, do all that. Yeah. Um. I'm still. I'm still waiting for you to introduce me to your brother. Oh, stop. Do you want to hear this? Like his. Like. Like. This is crazy. He goes. Oh. 
you're supposed to introduce your family to your friends. It's a rule in life. And you know I mean? went to, but he played me off. But like the whole thing, I'm like, oh, cool. You're going to introduce me to your brother. Awesome. Still, I haven't got to, inter- um, to shake hands with him because I'm waiting for him to introduce me because that's a family thing to do. Like if I invite him over to meet my parents, I get it. Here's my parents. Um, This is Dave. This is my stepmom, Terry. Um, This is Dave, blah, blah, blah. And they introduce each other. No, I, I get, oh, my brother's mad at you. I'm like, wait, why is he mad at me? He's because you you didn't introduce yourself. I'm like, but you're supposed to do that. Like, I'm not gonna like go like if it was me meeting you, that's different. You know what I mean? Because I'm not friends with your like your family members to get introduced. But my whole concept is okay. I'm gonna get introduced by his brother and make it like it's a family thing. Okay. Hey, hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? But. But no, that's still not happening. I'm still waiting, but he's mad at me. So I want to fix that, but I'm waiting for Dave to say, hey, this is my brother Mike. Yeah, we do have to get him on the show. Maybe you can introduce me and you. Gosh, it's the legendary Mike Keener, you know what I mean? But so um, we're going to move down. I'm a big fan of pranks and ribs. I, 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 not like the like the bad, not the bad ones like um, crap in somebody's bag, but friendly ones. You know what I mean? Something that you you can keep on going, like ru- running jokes and stuff like that. I, I did one about to a friend named Mike um, Rick Jackson about uh, I'm sorry, um, Rick Jackson. apple juice and. Beer. As a beer, and it's it was funny because um first um Rick, I was telling Rick um hey um um it was about uh, oh it wasn't Rick um <laughs> how did the story go I'm forgetting right now so we're at a bar hanging out one night and our buddy Rick's there we get ready to do trivia and um he, he gets goes, up go get a cigarette, cigarette. in the bathroom something like that and I look at the bar we look at the bartender and go do you have anything that looks like beer but it's not beer. He's like, I got apple juice. I'm like, perfect. Go pour apple juice in a beer beer glass. And he's like, oh my gosh, that's great. I'm right. going to do that. So he goes and he pours the beer, or pours the apple juice in the beer glass, puts it in front of Rick's spot. Rick comes back. And he goes, what the hell is this? This don't take like my beer. What, what's this? It's like nothing. It's beer, dude. Like, it's your beer, dude. It's like, what are you talking he takes about? takes a sip of it and he goes, no, no, no this doesn't... don't taste like my freaking beer. What the hell is this? And then Dave... here, give me a sip of it. So I take a sip of it and I'm like, it tastes like beer to me. What the hell's going on? And that bartender had to walk away because she started to crack up. And he goes, what do you do? And I'm like, it's apple 45 juice, minutes later, and I'm like, all right, it's apple juice. He's like, give me a real friggin' beer, dude. Not funny. So we do trivia that night, and we told the, the, guy, the host, guy running it, the guy running it, to change the name to Applejacks because his last name is Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> so we just kept the rib going all night. So do you have any ribs that you kept going? Um. Well, okay. The first time I went to Puerto Rico. I traveled with one, one of my friends, Lou Nova, and first minute we get off the plane, I just want to say, I'm, I want to apologize. He said, for what? You didn't do nothing. I said, no, I know I'm going to do something, so I want to apologize ahead of time. <laughs> so so we, um, we we stayed at this nice hotel. Everything was cool and everything. I went, you know how they give you those little bottles of shampoo and you, you share the room with a couple of people? Yeah. So I'm like this. We used up the shampoo. I was pissed. I talked to the, the maid. I said, can you do me a favor, put some more shampoo? So she wouldn't for the last two days. So I was pissed, and it was one of our friend's birthdays. We got an ice cream cake. So it, it was chocolate. We put it in one of those refrigerators, but the sad part is it melted. <sighs> so on, right when we're about to leave, I grabbed some of the, the chocolate ice cream, and I wiped it all over the toilet, on the seat, everywhere and shit. So out of nowhere, the maid, she sees me the following day, gives me that mean look. Meaning, what the fuck did you do? So I was like, I don't give a shit. They were like, what did you do? I said, I wiped all the chocolate all over the seat, all over the floor. So I was like, yeah, we're not going there no more and shit. <laughs> so, but then we wind up going to another hotel. So, you know what they say, never eat before you um, wrestle. Yes. Well, I learned, oh, that yeah. I, I learned that the hard way. So basically, I ate before the match. And basically, right when we're going back, like, my stomach was bubbling bad. But it was bubbling during the match, too. I was like, oh, I don't want to shit. I don't want to shit myself. I don't want to fucking type up. So we get back to the hotel. The guys were joking on me, like, saying something. I forgot what the joke was about. So I... Turned the hot water on in the shower. I took the meanest dump and I let the steam accumulate. I closed the window, closed the door. Um, what am I? My other tag team partner goes in there. All you heard him scream, "What the fuck? What the fuck happened? You didn't even flush it sink." So I was holding the door. He's trying to get out. He couldn't even fucking get out. He pissed at me for like the whole time we were over there. <laughs> so. 
gosh, I'm trying to think, trying to think of the book, and I'm 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 right here going trying to figure out who was in it, and it's a movie, and there was a scene that dude's an a hole, and and I'm trying to think of the name of the, the how'd it go? What do you? He was in the hotel, and he they they put a um a laxative in his drink, and he crapped all the way on the floor of the hotel, all the way up to um to his hotel room, and the lady gives him a um a mop to clean it up. And I'm trying to think of the think of the book. Oh my gosh. I don't know. And you said it was a movie, though. Well, I'll, it was a movie, yeah. I'll give you some I'll give you some info because I used to work in the bar. Best way other than a laxative, if you ever see the bartender with eye drop, avoid that bartender. Yes. When Wedding crashers. The bartender. They will pour all those eye drops into your drink, and that's an automatic laxative. Yes. Right. Did you ever see Wedding Crashers? Yeah. They did that in that movie. Okay. The movie. The movie's <laughs> called "I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell." Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, and and they used the eye drop thing and put it in his drink, and he went everywhere on the floor at the hotel. It's 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 a book too. My brother enjoyed it when he read it, and yeah, the dude was an asshole. So people. Gave him a revenge. Wow, they gave it a 5.3 on um on IMDb. Huh. I, I, <laughs> I thought I thought it was a little bit better watching the movie. I thought it was like, oh shit. No, no, no. That's what happened in Bantam. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Knock on wood. I hope that never happens. Oh gosh. So um, any information? Let's let's talk about new Evolution Wrestling. Let's 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 talk about the company. Let's again. No, 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 we need to make it the. We need to make that the show. You know what I mean? We need to promote the show. Right. You know what I mean? Promote his business. So that's what we're gonna well, do. Well, the one, the one thing we got coming up right now is gonna be November fourteenth. We're doing the big event, and we got a lot of big names coming in. We got Mil Muertes from Lucha Underground. We got Jane Thorne from NWA with also Big Dice. We got Gary Wolf. The Pitbull number one, he's coming back as well. And we got the lovely Miss Rosa Negra. She's coming in because she's going to be working with us a lot more often. And we got Lady Tappa. Not Ooh. only is she good in the MMA ring, she's also good in the ring. Like, she does damage. So I'm happy I got her on the level. Isn't she also an Anawaii? She's, um, her uncle is the Barbarian. So okay, so Florida. yeah, he's like part, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, and other than that, we're just supporting one another. It's like I'm supporting, um, standalone wrestling. My good friends over at Titan Championship Wrestling. Yes. Let me see what they got. Um, the Val Pals go to war. That's for October 3rd. We're a part of that, too. We will definitely, we'll definitely be attendance in that day. Yeah, we have to meet um, up and say hello. And yeah. Yeah. We got also, I'm supporting PTW on their um their Broken by Design. So I have a friend that works with PTW. Show as well. um, yeah, so we're just trying to be as supportive as possible. Right. And yeah. also, um, um, real quick, PPW's had, a, yeah. PPW's had a Binghamton, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm friends with Sean Carr. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. November 14th. Also, where is that at? Yeah. November 14th, um, the big event, or are you talking the, about for El um, Ice? The big event. The big event. Where is that at? Oh, big event is going to be in Queens, New York at the LaGuardia Plaza Hotel. Okay. It's by the airport. And they just, yeah, they just signed some big names, too, for, for that. You got Heath Slater coming in. You got, um, who also, like, uh, Gene Snitsky's on there, too. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. He's like we're he's representing us. He's, I'm going to be working with him as well. Very Great nice guy. guy. Too. Awesome guy. Yeah, I, I met him at Icons. Very nice guy. And of course, our good friend Alpha Junior, representing mm -hmm. WXW, is coming in for us for also big events too. We just signed him recently. I, I want to see if we're, I can get off that day. We're also looking to probably do a little right. business with them. And and now I'm officially happy that I just resigned with another company too. They're going to be out in New Jersey. At Atlanta Babies, they're called um, Colossal Championship Wrestling. Okay. They're under Mike Rivera. Very nice guy and everything. He just they he were just doing something today right too. Hmm? I think they were doing something today as well. Probably Atlanta City's a hot spot right now. So yeah, oh yeah, GCW's there. Right there. GCW. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, GCW just signed uh, Leo Rush. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. 
that's I heard the, about that match with him and Joey Janela. Yes. Oh my God. That that splash that Joey did from the roof. Wow. <laughs> so I give him credit because I thought he was going to retire too, but I'm happy he didn't. Who Leo? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't hear that. That's that's. He's still young, right? Leo's been around for a yeah. while. So I, I'm a big fan of the IWTV. Do you have plans to work with them? Work with who? I, uh, IWTV. I, IWGP in Japan? No, no. Internet, the Independent Wrestling Network or the Independent Wrestling Television. It's an oh, app. I, it's I like would... it's like the WWE app. It's oh. all indie wrestling on there. Smart Mark runs it. Uh, okay, no, I'll definitely look into that because we, we got a lot of plans coming out. We're looking to go on BCAP, Public Access. We're trying to expand out as much as we can at points, so... Yeah, if they, I can, I'll definitely make sure we get on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, ECWA just got on there, and I, I was like, yes, I want to watch Super 8 because I always wanted to see the older Did stuff. Did you watch the show from 2002 where it was, um, 2012, I think, something like that. It was Matt Saigon versus Sean Carr? No, I haven't got watch to that, that one. Yet. Great match. I'm, I had to go Uber that day. So yeah. Just watch that match and let oh. me know if you recognize something at the end. Oh, were you in there? Yeah, I got super kicked by Sean. You got any more questions? No, you? No, I don't have any more. Welcome to the family. Oh, yeah. So, um, do you have any social media? Social media, I I got Robert Saint on Facebook, and also um, New Evolution Wrestling is on Instagram, and we're working on a YouTube and Twitter account at this time. So we should have that up shortly as well. Thank you for asking. No, you're welcome. Welcome. Uh, send us the links when you get them done. Yeah, we can. Um, and we'll plug. We do have we do have a um, Facebook group page called um, Ten Wrestling Discussion. You can go on there and mm-hmm. promote your stuff on there. Your and we're shows. also working on getting a uh, YouTube channel as well. Yeah, I, I have ideas, and um, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you my ideas later because it's my plan, and hoping, <laughs> hoping I can try to do that on wrestling shows. Yep. And like it's a game show, and I have it all planned out in my head, and it's I'm I'm hoping it might work. Um, it's still working in progress, but I'll pass it on later on to see what people think. Yeah. Um, um, so I always tell everybody that comes on to the to the um, 2300 Wrestling Podcast, the uh, 10 Wrestling 10 Wrestling is called um, 10 Insigori Network. Um, when you come on to our shows, you become part of the family. So welcome to the family room. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. And feel free. You're always welcome at New Evolution Wrestling. And I can't wait to see you guys shortly and meet you guys. Yes. Um, I am D.B. Richards. I'm Dave Keener. And we'll see, see you, you in, the, in ring. the ring. Guess what? What? We got wristbands. Is that wristbands? Wristbands. All right. Yeah, 10 wrestling, yellow and black all around. It's great. It's great to like have to because you can help us um, promote our podcast and everything that we're trying to do in the future. Sounds good. And we just got in 10 wrestling bead wristbands. Now, how much are these ones? These ones are six bucks, and the rubber band ones are five bucks. So the ones that look like a rubber band are five bucks? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So if you want to help us get a mixer and all this stuff, please donate or please help us. We'll send you something cool, like these wristbands and cool bead bands. You can hear them. Cool. So please help. Well, it'll be awesome. Thank you. And Not just for me, but for Quinn too. He needs help as well. And in the future, we will have t-shirts. T-shirts? T-shirts. Anything else? Oh, we have plans of making t-shirts and t-shirts and t-shirts. And um, we got icons in the future. We'll get you an idea if you want to get autographed. We'll send them and ship them to you. And we got wristbands and wristbands and wristbands and wristbands and wristbands. Hey, DB, what you doing? Hey, what's going on? I'm looking outside. No, I'm getting a little hungry trying to figure out what I'm going to have for dinner. Oh, we're going to have something to eat? Yeah, and you know what? I'm thinking about ordering from this place in Wilmington, which is like your area. Oh, it's right around in my corner yeah. at Marsh Road, yeah. Right, so this place is called Siddley to Go. Oh, are we going to go somewhere? Yeah, oh yeah. I had pizza from there the other night. It was so good. It was delicious. Anthony and Alex and the rest of the staff there make really good food. And now, they're even catering. Catering? Catering. That's the magic word. Right, that was a cheap pop, too. Oh, catering. Right. For you. So now, they are located at 1806 Marsh Road in Wilmington, Delaware. 19810. Thank you. They're open every day from Monday to Sunday from 10 to 10 and on Sundays 11 to 9. You can reach them at 302-475-9000. Since 1982, they've been around. Authentic Italian food. Mwah.